My name is Benny Johnson, and thank you for watching The Benny Show. This home raid on President Trump was unprecedented, it was unnecessary, and it was unlawful. And again, what I've been saying since August 8th, the president has the absolute constitutional authority to declassify anything he wants for any reason he wants, and he doesn't have to get permission from any bureaucrat at the National Archives to do that. And that is confirmed by a 1988 Supreme Court case, Department of the Navy versus Egan. So there goes the underlying potential charge for espionage that's in this, uh, that was in this warrant. Second point, the president has the sole statutory authority to make the determination whether a record is a personal record that belongs to him or a presidential record that goes to the bureaucrats at the National Archives and then get, almost certainly gets sent back to the president to put in his former library, or the former president's library. And that is confirmed by a 2012 decision by an Obama judge related to Judicial Watch and Tom Fenton's lawsuits against President Clinton related to eight years of audio tapes in his sock drawer. So what is left? They're looking at obstruction. Well, it is legally impossible for a former president to obstruct investigations into non-crimes. Incredible, ladies and gentlemen. Check out the affidavit. Here's all the reasons for them to raid Donald Trump's just release. Here's them. All the reasons to raid Donald Trump's private residence at Mar-a-Lago. So important. The affidavit right here. I got it in my hot little hands. Actually, we do have it coming to the studio in just a moment. It's being printed right now. We will show you what the affidavit look like, looks like and, most importantly, what it doesn't include, which is any evidence that there's any crime being committed by Donald Trump that would require a raid. Then you have 18 straight pages of redactions. Page 20 is amazing. Yeah, check out that. Oh, very good. Oh, thank you, government. Remember, Joe Biden said this would be the most transparent administration in American history. Jen Psaki said this would be the most transparent uh, uh, administration in American history. There's your transparency, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like... uh, Look, this looks like the uh, coffee table at Hunter Biden's house on a Saturday night. A lot of white lines. That's about it. A lot of white lines. Nothing. There's nothing. Legal scholars are completely perplexed and gobstopped by this uh, document. And one of our favorite legal scholars on planet Earth, a man who started the Article 3 project in order to protect against things like this and a deep and abiding abuses of power, Again, we wish we could tell you more, but we can't. A man who can and who can see through these black lines, literal superpower, is a man named Mike Davis. Mike Davis joins us now from the Article 3 Project, just hot off of a Fox News hit. Mike, how are you? I'm doing well, Ben. Thanks for having me. All right. So what's okay? So what the hell is happening right now? We just saw you go goblin mode, as we like to call it on this show on Fox News. Not not against Fox News, but against Joe Biden, his regime, his administration. After this affidavit was released, you are the sole reason I would like to argue. You don't have to say it. I can say it. That Donald Trump has the Supreme Court nominees that he has. You know this better than anyone. You've worked on the judiciary with Chuck Grassley. You have clerked inside of the Supreme Court. You know this stuff as as well or better than anyone. What do you see when you see this affidavit? This affidavit confirms what I've been saying since August 8th when they did this home raid, that this was an unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful home raid. And you showed the clip of what I said on Fox. The president had the absolute constitutional power to declassify 
which he did. He had the absolute statutory power to make a personal, take a personal copy of any presidential record he wanted, which he did. So we had declassified personal records with him at Mar-a-Lago. He didn't just wave a magic wand, which he absolutely had the constitutional right to do with the crossfire hurricane Russian collusion documents. He had the January 19th, uh, 2021 declassification memo that very clearly declassified these records before he left office the next day. It was the Biden Justice Department and these left-wing bureaucrats at the National Archives who dragged their feet and did not publicly release these uh, these declassified records. But Trump had his personal copy in Mar-a-Lago, and that's what this raid was all about. These are damning documents that blows the lid on Obama, Biden, Hillary, the FBI, the intel community, the Russian collusion hoax. And they had to go get these documents. So they went to this biased judge, magistrate judge, Bruce Reinhart, who just recused from President Trump's civil lawsuit against Hillary Clinton on June 22nd because he's Trump deranged. He had this Facebook post in 2017 attacking President Trump's personal uh, integrity. Yet somehow this this bias, this obvious judicial bias under 28 U.S.C. 455A and Canon 2 and Canon 2A of the judicial canons, that bias somehow went away when he signed off on this unprecedented, unnecessary and unlawful home raid of a former president who had damaging documents on Attorney General Merrick Garland's boss. So you're, you're agreeing with the leaks that we saw in Newsweek, and you're agreeing with Cash Patel, who was on the show earlier this week, saying this is not about the classified documents. The nuclear option here, Trump had the nuclear codes, and he had a nuclear launch kit. And he was sitting there, mar lago it was a parlor game, and he'd have too, one too many Diet Cokes, and he'd launch the nukes at Rocket Man. This is not the case. This was a lie. It was about the declassified documents from Russiagate. Yeah, I mean, this is part of a pattern of lies. Attorney General Merrick Garland's uh, aides in the Justice Department leaked out to Newsweek that he did not personally ap- approve this home raid. He did, right? He, that was a clear lie. They leaked out that Trump had the nuclear documents. Well, he clearly did not. He couldn't launch the nukes at Hillary and, and take her out. So he, you know, th- there were no Q-level classifications on that home rate inventory. There were no Q-level classifications uh, mentioned in this affidavit. They mentioned TS, which is top secret. They mentioned SCI, or Secure Compartment and Information from the CIA, but no mention of Q classifications from the Department of Energy. They tried to make this raid look more justified than it was and more urgent than it was by saying he had these nuclear documents and these highly secret documents. Uh, They also said that President uh, Biden was not involved with this raid at all, and that's just a complete lie. We saw with the National Archives letter that Jonathan Sue, the deputy White House counsel to President Biden, relayed that President Biden personally approved the waiver of President Trump's executive privilege claim, which paved the way for this home raid. And they've been involved with this for months. And if these documents were so secret, so sensitive, so damaging to our national security, why did uh, President Biden, why did Attorney General Merrick Garland wait 18 months to go get them? Why did Attorney General Merrick Garland wait several weeks before we authorized this home raid? Why did they wait three days after this biased judge in West Palm Beach, Florida, Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt authorized this raid? Why did they wait three days to go get them? This is all bogus. This is all a charade. This was a political hit to get these crossfire hurricane declassified personal records of Trump's because they're so damning. 
Uh, speaking of damning, we uh, have to admit right now we had to go kill a uh, squid and get all of its ink uh, down here in Florida in order to print out uh, the affidavit. Okay, we ran out of ink in the Johnson household, and here we go. I want you want to bring your attention to page twenty-five and page twenty-four here, Mike. What do you what do you think's going on with the government here? Very important I, stuff. It's very transparent, as you can see. They they have they have they have, they have. I mean, this is this was so predictable and predicted. Think about this. This is the same FBI counter espionage unit that ran the Russian collusion hoax. And now they're, they're the unit that ran this home rate, right? And then they team up with this biased judge who authorized this unprecedented, unnecessary and unlawful home raid. And now they're going back to this judge and he's going to determine what's redacted and what's made public. Well, of course, this magistrate judge, Bruce Weinhardt, has the exact same incentives as the Biden Justice Department to cover his tracks here. They don't, he doesn't want the American people to see why he authorized this raid because it's a complete political hit. It's a charade. There are, these are non-crimes as we discussed it. It's impossible as a matter of law for a president to violate the Espionage Act by declassifying records. It is, it is impossible as a matter of law for a president to take personal copies of presidential records. It is impossible as a matter of law for a president to obstruct investigations into those two non-crimes. This is a political charade. So there are two parts of this. Okay, so we we want to we want to make a lot of fun of the we want to make a lot of fun of the affidavit. We have it here, but we, there are two parts of it that I did think that were interesting that were not redacted. There are eighteen pages that are redacted out of thirty-two. So eighteen pages redacted out of thirty-two, total or partial redactions. Uh, most pages look like this. However, in the parts that you can read, there is an argument being made by the Justice Department that is saying that Donald Trump may not have the power to declassify anything that he wants. You can see like the foundations of an argument being made there inside the Justice Department saying, actually, the executive doesn't have the power to do that, mixed with, as we read through this, and again, I'm no legal scholar, Mike Davis is the legal scholar and the genius here, I'm just the guy with the room temperature IQ, but even I can read English, and what you see here is a bunch of angry, bitter, unmarried, childless librarians who seem to be exerting some type of law enforcement control over Donald Trump. And what I see in both of those arguments, Mike, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, again, I'm not the expert, but what I see in both of those arguments is the destruction of our republic because these are unelected bureaucrats telling the executive, the executive that is wholly embodied in the man of Donald Trump constitutionally. Uh, how to do his job, and most importantly, that they have power over him. So we elect the president of the United States. We, the people, elect the president of the United States, and he has inherent constitutional power as the commander-in-chief to classify or declassify anything he wants, and he doesn't have to follow the statutes or the regulations or get permission from bureaucrats who work for him uh, for him to do this. And that is confirmed clearly by a 1988 Supreme Court decision, Department of the Navy, Navy versus Egan. Everyone, everyone else on the planet, uh, except for the president or anyone authorized by the president, has to follow these bureaucratic steps, jump through these bureaucratic hoops as it relates to classified material. The president does not. A good example of this is March 2012, when President Obama got caught on the hot mic, leaning over and telling the Russian president, the, the Putin puppet at the time, that that Obama would have no, more negotiating room after the November 2012, uh, 2012 presidential election. That is highly classified information, the most classified information you can think of, and you're telling that to an enemy. If that were anyone else 
other than the president or someone authorized by the president, they could be charged with espionage. But because it's the president of the United States, he cannot. He he is the one who determines under our Constitution what's classified and what's not. Not some angry librarian at the archives who thinks that her books are overdue. <laughs> can you explain? I mean, can you perhaps break this down? So you're citing uh, Department of Navy versus Egan. We all know about Tom Fitton versus Bill Clinton and his sock drawer. Too for creepy. The last thing I want to do is take a black light to Bill Clinton's sock drawer. Uh, but hey, listen, man, like these are set cases and all legality is based on precedent. Am I wrong? Like this would be a, this would be a very simple case to argue were it before you or the Supreme Court based on the precedent. It's, this is crystal clear. And this is why when Attorney General Merrick Garland was in damage control mode and said he deliberated it for weeks to get this, uh, to order this home raid, why didn't he go down the hall to the Office of Legal Counsel at the Justice Department, OLC, and get an opinion on this to, to see whether this raid would have been legal or not? It's, it's illegal on so many different levels. Not only is it illegal because of the Egan case or the Obama case, uh, or the, the Clinton case that we talked about, it's also illegal under the Fourth Amendment. This was an unreasonable search and seizure. They got it. They got the warrant from a biased judge. That's unconstitutional. They also did this home raid. It wasn't their last option. When you do a home raid, you have to do other, other things first before you go to that nuclear option, pun intended. Remember, Congress contemplates with the Presidential Records Act that former presidents have classified material. Congress gives former presidents, federally funded office space, including secure compartmented information facilities or SCIFs. They get staff. They, the staff and the former president get security clearances. They get secret service protection to guard the paper records. They have cameras. They have debugging devices. This is not like Hillary, who was not and never will be president, where she had a whole illegal home server that was hacked by foreign governments. This is a, a former president of the United States where it is contemplated by Congress that they have classified records. He didn't have classified records, but even if he did, they were protected. And it is routine for former presidents to have disputes with the National Archives, a tug of war. And you resolve those disputes through notifying Congress or filing a civil lawsuit or issuing a subpoena. You don't do an unprecedented, unnecessary, and unlawful home raid of a former president unless President Trump had declassified personal records that were so damning that it was worth it to the Biden regime to go do this. And that's those were the crossfire hurricane records. What would you say as a legal professional and top of your field as it pertains to what this does to the rule of law in this country? It does seem to be so violative of the Constitution, of the executive branch. It does seem to be the, the revenge of the machines, right? The unelected robotic bureaucrats who spend their lives, little Dr. Fauci's, all of them, uh, so, so up their own ass uh, and so self-important and self-aggrandized uh, that they really do think that they are more valuable than the elected president of the United States uh, or have more power and more worth than the will of the people and the constitutional system that governs us. This is third world banana republic style tactics that we're seeing here. And this is part of a pattern for six years where these Democrats and their administrative state Democrats in the federal government, the permanent career civil servants who are three million of them who are overwhelmingly Democrats. And, and part of that administrative state is the deep state, the FBI and the intel agencies, where they hate Trump. They did not want to accept the results of the uh, election of President Trump in, uh, in, uh, in 2016. They, they, you saw Hillary colluding with the FBI and the intel agencies. They unleashed 
and Biden and Obama, they unleashed the Russian collusion hoax investigation on pres presidential candidate Donald Trump. They spied on him as a presidential candidate. They spied on him as president of the United States. They come up with this Russian collusion hoax that was debunked. They lied. They manipulated. They impeached him twice, overturning the election twice. And now they're trying to disqualify him from office by saying that he, you know, was selling nuclear secrets to Russia or some crazy nonsense here. <laughs> this is they, they cry about democracy. Yeah. OK, good. This is really democracy here that when they're overturning the presidential election twice with impeachment. So, Royce, let's toss the affidavit back up on screen. I want to, since this is what's breaking, and Mike, I want to be respectful of your time here. So I did want to ask one or two more questions, if you have time, about yes. this affidavit, which is on screen right now. As a legal professional, when you see something this heavily redacted, uh, what, what does it say to you about the federal government's case against Donald Trump? It says cover-up, political cover-up, because sunlight is the best disinfectant they could have easily redacted the names of sources and done more limited redactions of methods. They took the black pen to over half of this affidavit and over half of it, you know, the, the, the most important substantive parts, they, they blacked out. What are they hiding? They are selectively, the Biden Justice Department is selectively dripping, leaking from this affidavit. They illegally leaked from the grand jury but they, they don't want the American people to see this because they know that this is a political charade. They went to their their West Palm Beach Trump deranged biased judge, magistrate judge uh, Bruce Reinhardt and got this kangaroo court to sign off on this unlawful, unnecessary and unprecedented home raid of a former president. Is there anything in here that and I'm going to ask you to try and be overly generous and maybe play devil's advocate. Is there anything in here that strikes you as alarming or concerning if you were on Donald Trump's legal team? No, not at all. Not at all. They're, they tried to, to say that Trump had all these classified records and there was a danger to our national security and they had to go get them. A, they weren't classified. They're not government records. They're Trump's personal copy. And if it was such a danger to our national security, why the hell did they wait? 18 months to go get these? Why the hell did Merrick Garland deliberate for weeks? Why the hell did they wait three days after their biased judge authorized their illegal home raid? Final question on this. It went, as it pertains to where this goes next, there does seem to be a lot of legal limbo, right? So you have Bruce Reinhardt. When does this case get taken away from him? How would this case get taken away? He's essentially like a paper pusher, right? Like he's a magistrate judge. So he's, he's like an intern. So, so, like, you know, they clearly shot for this scumbag. But when does when does this get? And by the way, if I may, like Jonathan Turley just wrote on his Substack, this is insane that the judge just let them have every redaction that they wanted. The judge says, "Oh yeah, that looks good," which is he. he you know, I, again, I'm not the legal scholar here, but he says that's really strange that the judge just goes, "Yes, yes, all these redactions, totally cool with me." Is that normal? No, it's nothing about this case is normal. President Trump's lawyers filed a Fourth Amendment and Rule 41G motion in the Southern District of Florida to an Article Three judge. They should um, they should update, amend that that Rule 41G motion. It's a motion to get back his property, and you can make legal arguments. They should update that to include these legal arguments that we discussed, and also do a motion to recuse this judge. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they'll win that? They should win it, and if. Uh, 
But if they don't win it, they can take it up to the, to the uh, U.S. Court of Appeals for the 11th Circuit where they should win. And if it has to go to the Supreme Court, I actually think that Democrat appointed justices like Justice Kagan understands that this is much bigger than President Trump. This is big. Uh, this is about the presidency. And you can't destroy the presidency like Biden has done over the last two years. So, uh, Mike, I have one final question for you. And you've done an incredible job laying this laying out this case. Let, you've also had a personal hand in the nominations of Gorsuch, Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. And I think it is important, and I tell my audience every time you're on the show, but it is important for people to understand that none of this stuff happened. You think it's Brett Kavanaugh getting himself on the Supreme Court? Are you kidding me? It's people like Mike Davis behind the scenes who are truly the hatchet men, and I use that very generously, like who get these nominations through. If it wasn't for Mike Davis, we would not have a conservative court today, along with Donald Trump, some incredible other members of the team, Chuck Grassley, and so on. Mike, you don't have to compliment yourself. I'll do it for you. However, I say that to say that you know these justices better than nearly anyone alive. You've worked with them. You're close personal friends to them. Can you tell us what would happen were this to land at the feet of the Supreme Court? What would, can you game theory that for us? Well, I've had no discussions with any justices about any case, nor would I, any pending mm-hmm. case. But I will tell mm-hmm. you, they would follow precedent and they would follow the 19, uh, they would follow the 1988 precedent in Department of Navy versus Egan that said the president has the uh, absolute constitutional power to declassify anything he wants. They would follow the precedent of the uh, D.C. District Court, the Obama appointed judge to the D.C. District Court in 2012, who held that the president has the sole statutory authority under the Presidential Records Act to determine whether records are personal that belong to him or presidential records that belong to the uh, that belong that go to the National Archives bureaucrats and then get sent back to the uh, the library for the former president. They would also follow the precedent on obstruction of justice, that it is legally impossible for a president to obstruct justice into these non-crimes. Wow. All right. Hey, Royce, let's go full screen again here. Uh, Mike, where is the uh, where is the easiest place? Obviously, uh, the viewers, if you were watching Fox News just a moment ago, you saw Mike go on there and just go scorched earth for 10 straight minutes. We're getting notification that Donald Trump has shared Mike Davis's interview on Fox News. So we'll be sure to clip this one and put it back up too. So hopefully uh, President Trump shares this as well. But Mike, where can people follow you? You're clearly uh, the number one person out front here. Uh, what's the best way for people to support you and follow you? Yeah, it's, it seems like the other Republican lawyers, including those appointed by Trump, are hiding in their law firms and, and not speaking out. Uh, so it's Article3project.org, article3project.org on our website. It's at Article3project on Getter, Truth, uh, Twitter. And then my personal is MRDDMIA, Michael R. Davis, Des Moines, Iowa. MRDDMIA. And thank you, Ben, for having me on. Appreciate it very much. (laughs) One of the true, actual, literal fighters out there, a bare knuckle brawler. And I've actually known him since college, recruited me into the College Republicans. So thank you, Mike Davis, for being on the show. Go get him, buddy. Thanks, Ben. All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, here is the breaking news off the top. What happened today? Mar-a-Lago raid and the redactions are here. Let's check in on what the latest breaking news is from these redactions and why the deep state is in pure panic. Martha, we have a a portion right here, which is interesting because some of this is redacted as expected. So that's not overly surprising. But this gives an idea right here. It says CBS Miami, according to an article from CBS Miami, 
uh, titled Moving Trucks Spotted at, Mar Spotted at Mar Lago, published Monday, January 18th, 2021. At least two moving trucks were observed at the premises on January 18th, 2021, a few days before then President Trump left office. That's not abnormal, but then you have chunks like this that are redacted. So there may be some information in here related to that part of the moving truck. So this is the kind of picture we're getting. We're not getting all of the details here. Negotiators from the Department of Justice were down at Mar-a-Lago meeting with President Trump's team, former President Trump's team back in June. We're told the former president actually popped into that meeting and they were aware that some of these documents were in this room, in a storage room in the basement of Mar-a-Lago. And that's clearly what this talks about right here, Martha. Yeah. Literally a, there's literally a section of the affidavit. We have the whole thing right here. We have the whole affidavit right here, okay? There's literally a section of it. There's a section of the affidavit that says that CBS Miami witnessed moving trucks at Mar-a-Lago. You can see it. You can read it. There were moving trucks. Donald Trump was moving into Mar-a-Lago. Yet there were moving trucks. Can you explain that? Huh? I moved into this house about one year ago and there were moving trucks outside of this house. Boy, I'm waiting for my FBI raid. Here we go. FBI raid. They, hey, they, just the best guys over there. The G-men, baby. The best of the best. They got moving trucks at Mar-a-Lago. You can read it right there in the, uh, right there in the affidavit. The angry, bitter, nonsensical, vicious, partisan, unelected bureaucrats inside of the federal government are absolutely staging their own revenge against the man who is the man who fights the machine, Donald Trump. This is what the machine had to say. Joe Biden weighing in on this issue seconds ago at the White House, trying to keep his teeth inside of his mouth from chattering and clattering out of his mouth, like the, you know, the, the, the dummy teeth, right? That's his, here, watch Joe Biden essentially try and like squint into the sun and keep his teeth in his mouth as he talks about this issue. This is breaking just moments ago. I haven't actually watched this clip. Let's watch it together. Mr. President, in simple terms, is it ever appropriate for a president to take home with them classified and top secret documents? Depending on the circumstance. For example, I have in my home a, a, a cabined off space that is completely secure. I'm taking home with me today, today's TVD. It's locked. I have a person with me military with me. I read it. I lock it back up and give it to the military. Without, without a specialized area in which you would do classified documents, is it ever appropriate for a president to bring classified documents over It depends on the document and it depends on how secure they're bringing it. What do you mean by semi-fascism, sir? In December, you will... What? What is that? Wait. Well, I can't believe what I just saw. So you have like Joe Biden being like, hey, man, hey, oh, hold on. The Joe Biden impression. Hey, man, you got you to gotta get the true international impression in a document. You take a document, you just take a document, and then you put it in a safe. I got, I got plenty of documents. This is what Joe Biden's saying. Joe Biden's got plenty of documents. We tried to get Joe Biden's classified documents from the department, uh, from his... Uh, library at the University of Delaware. They wouldn't give reporters those documents when Joe Biden was running for president. Wait a second. Joe Biden just sitting there being like, yeah, man, I got tons of classified documents. I got, so, I mean, Joe Biden wouldn't have that senility, but like, he, it's, I, I have tons of classified documents. I'm taking classified documents home with me today. I got a little safe. They broke into Donald Trump's safe. They cracked the safe open. 
They took his passports. This is how we know they were after the Russiagate documents. Here's Joe Biden sitting there openly admitting that he's doing the exact same thing that Donald Trump's doing. Do you need any further evidence that this is about hierarchy? This is not about hypocrisy. Oh, it's a hypocritical... It's not about hypocrisy. It's about hierarchy. Royce, do we have that Twitter thread up that we can put, the, put up for the people? Because I think this is really important. Brett Tolman. Brett Tolman. Uh, he is a lawyer. He is on Twitter.com, executive director of Right on Crime, former U.S. attorney. Former U.S. attorney. Weekend cowboy, proud Cherokee. Okay, that's what, that's what Brett's, that's what Brett's uh, bio says on Twitter. He read the affidavit. And again, I'm going to lean on the experts here. He read the affidavit. I'm not a lawyer. Brett Tolman read the affidavit. We've also reached out to Brett. Apparently he's at a cabin somewhere and he can't join our show, but he'll be on the show either on Monday or Tuesday. He wants to come on. He says, it's really concerning what happened here. One, it does not appear to include any exculpatory evidence or mitigating facts. While it includes a letter from Trump's lawyers, it doesn't acknowledge any potential advice to counsel of defense or even that they may lack authority to bring such a case against former protists. Two, it's no factual evidence attributable to the men's requirements, which is the burden of the government must meet in showing criminal intent and target. If it's there, it is redacted. The affidavit is filled with conclusory statements like there is probable cause, is stated authoritatively, but without any reference to who the probable cause applies to or sufficient facts supporting probable cause. It's surprising that Reinhardt signed this given the fact that his overwhelming tenor of the unredacted facts is a civil dispute over documents and cannot be retained versus, uh, uh, versus the National Archives requests. Criminal intent appears nowhere in the affidavit. According to this federal prosecutor, there is no criminal intent. My favorite part, the focus on the fact that the the focus of the fact is less on if Donald Trump may or may not be in possession, but whether the docs are secure in a designated room. No mention that the whole place is secured by secret service. There does not appear to be any probable cause to search the safe. The safe is not listed on the places to search, nor is it described the factual justifications. There is no set of facts revealed to show that the target transported, removed, destroyed, altered, or indisclosed any other classified documents, meaning that Donald Trump wasn't planning some massive criminal conspiracy to uh, make the nuclear codes into a paper airplane and then fly them to Moscow. The affidavit instructs the judge of the applicable law, but withholds any mention of the court's decision that POTUS POTUS has the unfettered ability to declassify and fails to inform the court that a former POTUS may fall outside of the criminal statute. Shockingly, it admits that the FBI searched through boxes of documents uh, that the National Archives had recovered and did so pursuant their criminal investigation, but did not use a taint team to ensure that they were not reviewing privileged documents. The brief, this is the final tweet, the brief reference the article citing Cash Patel's statements that the documents were declassified and it should have given the judge a pause that this is not a criminal case and that the requisite uh, uh, mens re would be impossible to establish against the target. So what they're citing there is a Breitbart article saying that Cash Patel is saying, yo, we declassified all these documents. You're talking about, and by the way, that Cash Patel clip came from this show. Thank you, Cash, for being on the show earlier this week came from this show where Cash Patel explained that these are all Russiagate documents. This is what they're really after. That they're all declassified. It's about the declassified documents, not the classified documents. So, yo, 
this is a absolutely brutal takedown. Donald Trump saying this on Truth Social. He put out a couple couple truths here, baby. Here we go. Affidavit heavily redacted. Nothing mentioned. Nuclear. Total public relations centrifuge by the FBI and DOJ. Close working relationship. Document turnover. We gave them much. We gave them much. All your base are belong to us. Judge Bruce Reinhardt should never have allowed the break-in at my home. He recused himself two months ago from one of my cases based on his animosity and hatred of me. What changed? Why hasn't he recused himself in this case? Obama must be very proud right now. <laughs> Don't you miss this guy? Don't you miss him? Do we have another one from... Okay, here we go. Witch hunt! Donald Trump. Witch hunt! There you go. Donald Trump talking about it. Witch hunt is trending right now on Twitter. Even without Donald Trump, even with Trump banned from Twitter, witch hunt is the number one trending topics. So there you go. A brutal and destructive DOJ and FBI going after a political enemy of the regime, the regime acting as one in order to try and slander and smear Donald Trump in the press, the regime leaking and telling everyone that this is their case. There you go. There's your case. You want to see? You want to see? It's, look at that. I was running out of ink. Look at that. We're running out of ink over here at the Benny Show. It's so much redactions, all of our ink ran out. Look at that. Look at that. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. There is probable cause to believe that the documents contained classified NDI and presidential records remained at the premises. Of course there are classified records at the premises, you boobs. He's the former president of the United States. Every president gets a skiff. Every president gets secret service. Every president gets staff. That is allotted to them, every former president as well, allotted to them from Congress. There's a skiff in Bill and Hillary's place. Skiff at Obama's place. These people have classified documents because so much of what happens inside the government is classified. Shouldn't be, but it is. So there it is. The scum inside of the administration releasing this, calling themselves the most transparent regime in American history. There you go. There you go. Again, it looks like uh, Madagascar. It looks like the... The zebra. It looks like uh, Hunter Biden's week- weekend at Hunter Biden's, right? A lot of white lines. If you're picking up what I'm laying down. Pretty embarrassing. Be sad to watch Joe Biden try and climb these stairs. That's it. That's it. Look at this. Look at this. It says cover-up, said Mike Davis. Mike Davis said, of course, they don't have a case here. Of course, this is illegal. Of course, we all know what is actually happening. And we all are aware of what's going on. They know that they're losing. They know they've already lost. They're wounded animals. They're mortally wounded animals, and they are losing the country. The country has rejected them, and they are trying desperately, like rage-filled demons, to cling on to power. And so what they need is a good is a good exercise, a good exorcism, okay? And that's what happens when people of morality and people of the rule of law, like you and me, uh, join together and vote these people the hell out of office. And if you think that, um, you think this is going to change things, you think this is going to, like, uh, reshift the focus on Donald Trump, it's going to backfire. Backfire. <laughs> and we have Trump's coming on the show next week. You got to tune in next week, baby. We're bringing you the Trump family coming on the show. They're going to talk to you. It's going to be intimate, just like this. 
And we're going to be able to have a real conversation with them. We want to say thank you again at Record Viewership Week. We've been hitting and grinding, working our fingers to the bone to try and get you this. And ladies and gentlemen, I mean, wish, I mean, I wish we had more to show you. This is what your government thinks of you. This is a uh, criminal enterprise. Uh, it is proof positive of the deep state. It is handing Donald Trump 2024 on a silver platter. They have overreached. They're not going to win. And I think we have a... Ah, there's the meme. There's the meme. Can we get the meme up? Oh, yes. We will, we will end with a meme, ladies and gentlemen, from... Uh, grand old memes, a uh, a real special one here, uh, and send you off on your weekend with a happy thought. And here's the happy thought. The happy thought is that uh, all America's ever needed in order to rid itself of tyrants is a group of committed patriots who love this place a lot and who will go out and who will band together and who will decide to save this country And that is exactly what we intend on doing. Save America is the way to do it. That is the calling card for our movement, and it is exactly what we endeavor to do every single day. It is why we want to say to you, thank you, once again, as our audience, we want to say thank you. This is, throw it up, throw it up, baby, throw it up, Royce. There it is. There we go. Joe Biden trying to climb the redacted, there he is, Joe Biden trying to climb the, uh, redacted affidavit. Bye-bye, Joe Biden. We say, we say thank you because without, without humor, without patriotism, without the love and the endeavoring of the people in this movement, uh, well, then maybe hope would be lost. But we are growing stronger. We are the majority. We are the ones who will keep this country going, and we are the ones who will save America because we have our priorities right, God, family, country. We're born free men and women, and we're going to stay that way. Have a blessed weekend in the greatest country on earth, and let us take renewed devotion to the task of making sure that, well, Joe Biden gets retired to a nursing home very, very soon. God bless all of you. Have a great weekend. 